This chapter of the podcast was recorded on April 20th, 2021. Este capítulo del podcast fue grabado el 20 de abril de 2021. One, two, three, check. This is Effective Mindset Podcast, episode 29. And uh, before I forget, let's just talk about something real quick. Um, so, not long ago, uh, it was International Ladies' Day. <laughs> Uh, so, you know, women's day. So, obviously, I had to check my LinkedIn dashboard because I'm thinking there's definitely gonna be a bunch of fucking weasels out there, okay? Those inclusive male feminists, you know, the, the, all the male bitches, um, all those assholes who are gonna say anything to get laid. And I mean anything. The sort of shit that really makes you question how much longer will masculinity be around? And uh, <laughs> lo and behold, there it was. But not the kind of guy that would say some shit hoping to get laid with some Karen. No, 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 this one's even fucking better, okay? So there's this post by this guy, okay? I'm, I'm not gonna say his name. What I'm gonna say is that he's that big, a uh, C-suite kind of guy. You know, the top of the corporate ladder, uh, all that. And this fucking guy puts a post on LinkedIn, okay? And it goes, On International Women's Day, I choose to be an inclusive leader. Okay, say that again. On International Women's Day, I choose to be an inclusive leader. Okay, what the fuck does that even mean, asshole? What the fuck are you talking about? And and this guy's waving at you as if he was welcoming aliens or something. This shit literally makes fucking zero sense, okay? And I would even say it's so disingenuous that you'd be better off without it. But hey, <laughs> on International Women's Day, you decided or you choose to be an inclusive leader. Once again, what does that mean, dude? You're such an inclusive leader that on International Women's Day, you had to show everyone on LinkedIn that you choose to be an inclusive leader. Can you believe this shit? This fucking asshole is so full of himself that even on International Women's Day, he figured out a way to make it about himself. <laughs> I mean, dude. Anyways, fuck him. And fuck every other cis male, uh, all those fucking weasley cunts hiding under the male feminist blanket. Because that's what they are, they're fucking cunts, okay? I see you, little bitches. I fucking see you for what you are, you little cocksuckers. Trying to sneak in between those thighs like a snake. <laughs> yeah, that's right. There are men out there who will emasculate themselves if that's what it takes them to get laid, okay? So you tell me if that's fine or normal because it's fucking neither. But it is just as hilarious as it is pathetic. And also it's nasty and nasty in a nasty way. Being a fucking sleazy little male bitch is not a good thing. So don't be a little bitch, okay? Besides, believe it or not, most women still like manly men, okay? Not little bitch boys in fucking skinny leggings, but actual men. Even Justin Bieber knows that, you know? Uh, 
yeah, I'm sure he's got some stylist or whatever, but when there was time to be a cute teenager, he was a cute teenager, okay? And now, dude, actually looks like a grown man, or a growing man at least, okay? So I'm onto something here. But hey, do whatever the fuck you want. But whatever you do, don't be a weasel, okay? Don't pretend you're some devoted male feminist, because that's fucking stupid. And most people in general, men or women, will see you for what you are. So don't choose to be an inclusive, whatever kind of a cunt, just because it's a fucking women's day. You fucking hypocrites. Go fuck yourself, seriously. Fucking corporate inclusive bullshit language. Sounds like a Monsanto leaflet. Full of shit and fucking cliche words that don't even mean anything. But some marketing specialists put it together so that it looks nice and friendly. Okay? Yeah, yeah, we're the good guys, okay? And GMO is fucking great for our business. And no, of course we don't give a fuck. But we say we do. Why did I just say that with, with this accent? I don't fucking know. But then, yeah, I look, I looked into who liked that guy's post, okay? And what a fucking shock it was to discover another lady from the same big corporation with her own post. This one saying, International Women's Day, I choose to reinforce the self-esteem of my teammates. So, another corporate, meaningless word salad, okay? But at least this one makes some minimal kind of sense. But hey, can you see the pattern? Because it clearly must have come from up the chain of command, okay? As in the fucking CEO must have told them to do that. Or, or whatever, some advisor, whatever the fuck. Also, both these people put a uh, put a hashtag, choose to challenge in their post as uh, whatever that probably was also you know advised, um, and they both misspelled it, <laughs> probably for a reason. Given that they both only misspelled this one particular word, I mean, what are the odds? Okay, um, which reinforces my thought that personally. They're fucking embarrassed by having to put those stupid posts on their social media. So, if a little misspelling is going to make it, you know, going to grow them just a little bit less views, then, then, then that's good, okay? So, someone told them to post those stupid fucking things, okay? Either it was the top dog or some HR guru or whatever. I mean, this kind of money, okay? We're talking hundreds of millions in turnover every year. Okay, that kind of money can get you Tony Robbins to speak exclusively to your employees for a week straight. So just imagine the amount of corporate inclusive doctrine that must go on there. Because I've seen some places where people are really full of shit. And I mean really. Where the inclusive culture and political correctness have gone so far that it's headed fucking downhill towards hell of censorship. Cancelling people over most trivial bullshit. It's all fucking real. And it's not some made-up conspiracy theory. It's happening right now. Right in front of you. And if you think this doesn't affect you, because right now nothing wrong is happening to you personally, I'd say don't take your chances. Don't just leave it and let it grow out of control. But hey, it's real. Cancel culture is the cancer 
of our culture. One of the few cancers. The same goes with political correctness and censorship. All these things are bad. I, like, I don't know how far it's... How the fuck it's gone this far? But we'd be a lot better off without all these fucking things. So why not? Why not just say, fuck it? But hey... <laughs> what else? Fucking... What am I? Ten minutes in and my head's already about to explode. Uh, let's talk about some actual topics here. Okay, so first of all... Uh, big shout out to Joey Diaz for never quitting the game. You're my fucking hero, Uncle Joey. Uh, well, one of them. <laughs> I honestly couldn't fucking count the amount of times I listened to the Joe Rogan experience with Joey Diaz. All of the episodes, okay? I literally listened to every single one of them at least a few times. And every time I listen to it now, these days, it still makes me fall out of my fucking chair. <laughs> And uh, so yeah, shout out to Uncle Joey for uh, for just just for being out there, dude. I fucking love you. Okay, and uh, and oh, and before I forget, if you ever listen to the early episodes of the podcast, uh, which is pretty much all episodes from 2020, uh, let's not even talk about 2019 uh, because those were fucking rough to listen to. Uh, I mean, those were like true raw beginnings, but. Some progress is definitely being made, which is good, right? So, so in these progressive times, to make some kind of progress is a good thing. <laughs> but I, I almost fucking forgot what I was just going to say, uh, so before I forget. So if you do come across any of the early episodes of my podcast, then you'd know that I'm not a big fan of Bill Gates. And yeah, I heard it quite a few times over the past few months that I'm a conspiracy theorist, a climate change denier, anti-vaxxer, and all that, okay? And like I already said, if that's how you feel, then fine, so be it, whatever. Because I prefer to exercise my brain by doing the thinking on my own. But if you prefer to be a fucking idiot, then fine. There's not much I could or uh, would actually do about that. You know, being a fucking moron is sometimes genetic. I don't know, but more often it's a matter of being a lazy cunt, okay? Being so fucking lazy that you choose not to think too much about anything. Just go through life without second-guessing anything, without ever analyzing anything at all. Just eat shit exist. That's it. That's it. There are fucking dumb people out there, okay? People like that. And those people, those incomprehensibly stupid people, they have sex too. <laughs> and they make kids with other idiots just like them. That's the fucking point. Probably even more stupid since they decided to fuck with those losers in the first place. But anyways... A generation after generation, those fucking hillbillies don't get any smarter, okay? And because they don't have a good example, they never break out of that infinite loop of stupidity. So yes, there are a lot of fucking idiots out there. They don't think for themselves. They let mainstream media and social media and their peers to do the thinking for them. I mean, why exercise thinking, right? If you can choose the easiest way 
without ever looking ahead, without ever comprehending what the future holds for you, when the easiest possible way right now, right this moment, is to do nothing. And that includes thinking. Don't. Just don't. Just don't think, okay? Just follow blindly everything you see and hear on TV because these people are legit, right? Especially Bill Gates. He's all over the fucking TV, right? Everywhere. So, I've got something for you. Here's, uh, here's Jimmy Dore um, and Max Blumenthal. Uh, I hope I got the name right. Here you go. So you live in D.C., right, Max? Yeah, we got to get vaxxed. Yeah, I got to we'll get a live show. Yeah, we got to get vax. I got to get a vax. I got to get my vaccination comedy passport. <laughs> and then eat a Bill Gates impossible burger on stage. <laughs> It'll be the great reset comedy show. Why do you call it a Bill Gates impossible burger? Isn't it, uh, you know, some Gates investment? Did he invest that, uh, in that? Is that is that part of him, too? Yeah, as the largest owner of farmland in the U.S. Is Bill Gates? Yeah, and a big investor in the World Economic Forum, which is recommending everyone eat, like, impossible and beyond burgers in the future and, you know, provide chem chemical companies and um, big pharma with huge, uh, you know, th they're investors with huge profits. It's, that's kind of what they're... I didn't know that was Bill Gates. I, I, I get bad feeling about that guy. I, Hold I, on. Yeah, you get a bad feeling about Bill Gates. <laughs> a guy with with no college degree who has no medical expertise telling us what the, what science should do seems so. Kinda I know when shaky. I when I tell that to people, they they say that oh you're crazy. Like Bill Gates is a good guy. He's trying to help people. He's trying to bring people vaccines. What could possibly be nefarious about that? That's what they say to me, and I say well. If you don't know that he's investing in the vaccine's development, and then he's also investing in the distribution of it, like, and then, but more so than that, even, he's investing in the media that covers these things. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's the crazy thing. So he'll give money to PBS, NewsHour, they'll cover his vaccine, and nobody tells you that Bill Gates is developing it and he's paying for this news coverage. So, yeah, you can check the rest of the video on YouTube or anywhere else you watch the Jimmy Dore show. And uh, while I'm at it, a uh, big shout out to Jimmy Dore. Uh, you're a fucking great dude, and I love your show. So thanks for being out there, Jimmy. Um, I hope you live forever, man. <laughs> so I'm a fucking crazy conspiracy theorist, right? I'm fucking nuts, is that right? So everything about Bill Gates is totally legit, right? I mean, there's absolutely no red flags whatsoever when you think about how all this shit is connected, right? Just think about it for a second, okay? Actually, think for a moment. Do the thinking for a change rather than attacking anyone who questions the narrative. Okay, so here's what I want you to think about. Bill Gates has his tentacles on Gavi, World Economic Forum, WHO, World Health Organization, whatever, Microsoft, obviously, 
various media outlets, <coughs> Beyond Meat and Impossible Foods. And his <coughs> recently he's invested extremely heavily in development and distribution of COVID-19 vaccines. Something he miraculously predicted many years back. Uh, the whole pandemic thing, you know. But hey, I'm a fucking conspiracy theorist. Because I question the intentions of that guy. You know, this wonderful philanthropist, this selfless guardian angel of all humanity, embodied in the form of Bill Gates, I dare questioning it. Honestly, what I think is that he's a greedy piece of shit and a fucking control freak and a psychopath. Okay, sociopath is one thing. This guy's a fucking psycho. Okay, but hey, CNN calls him a hero or something like that. Um, so I guess I'm full of shit, right? <laughs> Again, why think for yourself, right? When you have Chris Cuomo and uh, Anderson Cooper. <coughs> I can't help. So. It was another beautiful day out there. And again, I get up real early so that I could see the sunrise and, uh, you know, get ready for the day. But now the day's almost gone and it's getting dark outside and uh, cold as a motherfucker. But it was a good day. By the way, another thing before I forget. Um, I don't usually gamble, but few days ago I was doing some grocery shopping at a supermarket and uh, I went to a kiosk kiosk yeah I went to a kiosk to get some scratch cards I had one already where I uh, won a fiver and the scratch card was only like two pounds so I give the lady uh, of the till um, the, the scratch card and I say can I please have two more of these uh, and a number five and so the lady gives me two more of these scratch cards and a one pound change, okay? So that's out of that fiver, okay? So she gives me two two pound scratch cards and one pound change. But she doesn't give me the number five. And she goes, anything else? And I'm like, yeah, can I also have the number five, please? And she's like, oh, okay. And uh, she hands me the number five and this one's five pounds, okay? So I pay and then she goes, would you like a receipt? And I go, uh, yeah, sure. Uh, actually, can I have a receipt for both, please? And she goes, oh, I'm sorry. I cannot get the other receipt now. And I'm like, what? And then she goes, you should have asked. And I'm like, oh, I should have asked. You just asked me if I wanted a receipt for this. So why didn't you ask me if I wanted the other receipt? And she just fucking looking at me, okay, as if I was speaking some language she never heard before. But you know what? Some people are just fucking idiots, okay? Some people are just fucking stupid and there's really nothing you can do about it other than just let go. Let them be. <sighs> but anyways, so I was working out this morning. <clears throat> Got up real early, you know, no point fucking around. Uh, better just get after it. So, 
I mix my pre-workout supplements, you know, uh, then I open my notes and uh, the last thing to do was to find a podcast for my workout. So obviously there are a lot of choices and uh, I got a few favorites which I always go to uh, pretty much every day to set my mindset right. And uh, if you ever listened to this podcast before, then likely you'd know by now who some of my favorite people are. And I'm talking about those people who, whose voices ring in my head as I wake up in the morning every day. You know, Jacko Willink and Echo Charles and Joe Rogan and Jordan Peterson and Tim Kennedy. And a few others, you know, Andy Stump, he's got a fucking brilliant podcast. Uh, Dave Burke, uh, often on the Jacko podcast, uh, I love listening to this dude. David Goggins, well, David Goggins is David Goggins, that's it. Okay, say no more. Okay, Pat McNamara, if you know who Pat Mac is, you should follow this guy. If you really listen to any of these guys, I can promise you that your life is going to change for the better. Especially if you listen to them and then take notes. You know, Bill Barris, obviously, one of my favorite people on the entire planet. Okay, I love Bill Burr. The only problem with, the, you know, with his podcast is that it makes me laugh so fucking hard that I, you know, quite a few times... I almost injured myself while working out because I would just burst out laughing in the middle of a rap. And I couldn't tell you the amount of times I was listening to it on my headphones as I was shopping or working and I would just start laughing all of a sudden. <laughs> the faces people make when they don't know what you're laughing at, uh, it's fucking priceless, you know. And you know, most people would also smile or laugh seeing that, but there's always going to be someone out there who thinks you're laughing at them and to those people <laughs> to those people i say get over yourself you fucking asshole shit ain't all about you i wasn't laughing at you you miserable bastard and the same thing applies to uncle joey's joint you know he used to do the church of what's happening now with uh, lee syatt uh, that podcast was fucking unbelievable and so is Uncle Joey's joint. Okay, so a big shout out again. And thanks for being out there, Uncle Joey. And just keep doing what you do, man. Um, and Lee, fucking legend. <laughs> but yeah, so when it comes down to it, you know, there are a few good podcasts out there to listen to as you work out. And my favorite two are, without a doubt, the Joe Rogan Experience and Jacko Podcast. I've listened to Jacko Podcast number one recently, where Jacko talks to uh, with Echo Charles about mental toughness and a few other things that are, you know, essential ingredients of getting after it. Um, so they talk about discipline, mental toughness, extreme ownership. I'm telling you, whoever you are, if you're listening to this thing right now, Go and check out Jacko Podcast because it's fucking great. It's going to change your life for the better. I can guarantee it. 
And also, I should mention that it helped me recalibrate my point of view on conspiracy theories. Uh, it's good, you know, really, it's good to keep those in check um, because you can easily get overwhelmed with that shit. Mm -hmm. And I say it on most episodes, but it really is important to think for yourself. Whether or not you believe in conspiracy theories and, you know, that's one thing. The other thing is how you approach it. How do you deal with it? How do you handle it? Will you let the uh, mainstream media do that to you over and over and over again? Because that's what they've been doing for years. And now their slimy, dodgy fucking tactics intensified by a hundred. Literally, it feels as if CNN's job was to scare the living fucking shit out of everyone. Because that's what they mostly do. They scare people with made-up shit that some cocksucking bully in a pretty nice suit Hey, he must be talking about crazy. Keeps yapping and yapping over and over again, you know. And it's all those TV channels do the same thing, you know. They're all a bunch of fucking parasites to me. And you know what? All I'm saying is, don't let that negative shit get in your head. So, again, I almost forgot what I was going to talk about, but I got it back. So, today I was going to work out. Um, and I was like, hey let's just go back to the roots like i said so what i meant by that is that i started listening to jacko podcast from the start for the second time and the thing is the reason why i did that was mostly the fact that apple Podcasts automatically downloaded new episodes on my new device uh so, and automatically mark those downloaded episodes as played which is not good because I haven't played them and because there are well over 200 episodes now so I couldn't just pull every specific episode out of my head to tell which ones I listened to. And I know for sure that I've listened to about 500 hours of Jacko podcast to this date, probably more than that. And uh, either way, I recommend Jacko's books to anyone in a heartbeat. Actually, I'll tell you one thing. If you want to support this podcast, then how about you do me a favor and go to Jacko Store or uh, Origin Main or Onnit and support these guys. Jacko, Echo and Joe Rogan. Now let's make one thing clear, obviously. These guys are doing very well already. So the reason I want you to support these guys is very simple. I would never be the person I am today if it wasn't for these guys. So even though they probably don't need my support, end of the day I would appreciate it if you go and check them out if you haven't already. Uh, and a, a good chances that you probably know already who they are. So I'm just saying, go out there and, and support them. Because what they do is fucking exceptional. I would honestly never be where I am today if it wasn't for them. Uh, and I'm not talking that I'm in some good place in life. Mentally, I'm in probably the best place I have ever been. Because, you know, mentally I've always been a mess for, for a very long time. And now, somehow I've been able to, to get my shit together. You know, when I was at the lowest point in my life, um, when I literally hit the fucking rock bottom, it was Jacko and Echo and Joe Rogan and Jordan Peterson who got me out of the darkest place that my mind was ever in. You know, I'm talking about depression, homelessness, lack of purpose. It was a fucking horrible place, okay? And it was that time when I first heard Jacko, 
talk on Joe Rogan's podcast. I don't fucking believe in tarot or fairies or any of that woo-woo shit, okay? But I do believe in one thing. I do believe that the universe is all connected at a level which we humans could never comprehend with these narrow-minded brains of ours. So I believe it was a gift from the universe that I found out about Jacko and his podcast. And I mean it. I mean, what the fuck was I doing with my life before that? Seriously, when I look back and see that fucking idiot that I was most of the time, it hurts my brain thinking about it. You see, in my case, it, it was even worse than not knowing these things. Because as much as I knew that procrastination is destructive, at the same time, I used to do very little towards making things happen, you know. Um, so you might think, if you knew, then why didn't you put that knowledge to use earlier? And, uh, and I'd say that's a fair question. And the answer is, it's not about how much you know. It's about how you execute. Just like with driving a car or anything else. It's about discipline and it's about practice. Again, you want to hear someone smart talk about discipline, then you got to check out Jacko or Joe Rogan because they talk about it all the time because it's essential. It's fucking fundamental. But if you're also interested in an idiot's perspective, then <laughs> I'm your guy. Okay, and I can tell you firsthand that discipline changed my life and I would never understand you know, anything the way I do now if it wasn't for Jacko. And how did I find out about Jacko? Again, Joe Rogan. So in other words, thank you, Joe Rogan, and thank you, Jacko Willink. You guys helped me through the fucking worst moments in my life uh, without even knowing it. And, uh, and for that, I will never be able to pay you back genuinely. And uh, so the least I can do is ask whoever whoever's listening to this podcast, do me a favor and go to Jacko Store, uh, go to uh, Origin Main, go to onnit.com and buy something, just fucking whatever. You'd be doing yourself a massive favor because, for example, the uh, supplements these guys offer are incredible. And I mean fucking incredible. I honestly mean it. As much as I don't believe in tarot or unicorns, I do believe in supplements, okay? Especially in good supplements and nootropics. And these things that Jacko and Joe Rogan sell, these are hands down the best quality supplements you could possibly get. And trust me when I tell you, Discipline Go, it makes you want to go. It makes you want to fucking go and get shit done, son. So... Go and fucking get after it. <laughs> I am not fucking kidding. It says on a uh, physical and cognitive force multiplier, as Jocko uh, calls it. Um, it's legit, you know. It's fucking legit. Uh, this shit works. And by that I mean it literally puts your brain on peak mode. I'm talking about peak focus and uh, peak clarity and all that cognitive shit goes up the roof with discipline go honestly whoever you are whatever it is you do you need discipline in your life and with discipline go you are going to make shit happen your life will change for the better so not only will you support my favorite podcast you will also do yourself a giant favor 
So go to jackostar.com and get some. Also, uh, how can I sign up to the uh, Jacko shirt locker? <laughs> For all those uh, of you who don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about... Actually, here's what it says uh, on Jacko Star. Hold on one second. Uh, it says, every month, get a unique Jacko shirt delivered straight to your doorstep. As a club member, you receive access to exclusive and one-of-a-kind Jacko styles. All t-shirt designs are offered only to club members and nowhere else. Join the club. Be part of the Jacko community. Premium quality. Jacko approved. Yeah, shit, son. I want to get some of that. So, Jacko Echo, how about you guys? Hook me up. Okay, look, if do I need to move to the US in order to subscribe? Uh, well, if that's the case, I'd say that's a good enough reason to do that. Uh, besides, I always wanted to live in America, um, so I should probably do something about it. Uh, but before I get there, how can I sign up for this thing? I really want to get on that subscription list. And uh, since we're talking about savages, I can't forget about a shout out to Tim Kennedy uh, for the hilarious Valentine's card <laughs> that I got from Sheepdog Response. Those of you who know, they know. Oh, and before I forget, um, after the workout a few days ago, I, as I was eating my food, I remembered it's Valentine's Day. <laughs> so it took me about five seconds to find out what I was going to watch on my lunch. So, yeah, you guessed it right. Louis C.K., hilarious. What a fucking genius. I mean, shout out, Louis C.K. Uh, I hope you get another special on the way, because I watched this one from over ten years ago. Uh, quite a few times and it still blows my mind also because it's Valentine's uh, five guys closed early uh, and I was fortunate enough to make it on time to get a burger but then I smoked a little bit too much weed and I'm like you know I want another one uh, so I got a delivery and it's fucking closed can you fucking believe it <laughs> so I got some proper Indian curry instead I mean this place literally serves the best korma on the planet and uh, it so happens to be located uh, in the same shithole of a town that I live in I mean what are the odds okay honestly of something like that being the case even if it's not true like like really good really good korma so and the truth is I don't regret not eating a third burger from five guys in one day uh, because that korma was fucking unbelievably good uh, it's so good that it makes me think about it hours after I had it every time uh, And it's like will it be just as good if I order it again tomorrow? There's always that worry that you know, they're not gonna get it just as right But in most cases it you know it comes down to that one person who always complains about everything And I think that's you know more of a psychological thing besides there are people who just like to bitch about everything so What else do we got? Hold on. I got I got a Drink a little bit of this smoothie and uh, take a hit of this joint. I've been talking fucking 40 minutes flat. <clears throat> I can tell now. Okay, that's better. So, so lately I've been listening to some trance music, believe it or not, when it's uh, not too loud. Uh, it's not really distracting. 
I like some rock songs, for example. If I hear a, a bad company songs or Eagles or Leonard Skinner and I'm working, chances are I'm probably going to start singing. I don't know, fucking focusing on a song and that is some kind of distraction. And when you have to do something that's repetitive or that takes a lot of time and drains you out mentally, then you need to know when to take a step back. Okay, sometimes you just need to get your eyes off the screen for a moment. So sometimes the music helps um, or the Monday morning podcast or speaking of podcasts, check out, you gotta check out anything better with the legend Bill Burr and Paul Versey. Honestly, one of the funniest new podcasts out there. But yeah, depending on, on the mood, you know, depending on the day or on whatever I'm doing, I like a lot of different kinds of music. And I love Armin van Buren. You know, I used to listen to his sets a lot when I was 17, <clears throat> till I was about 20 or 21 or so. And then I started listening to some more rock music and metal. And then I started listening to old school hip hop and uh, rap. And I never actually understood the difference between the two. Um, is there actually a difference? Or are those used uh, interchangeably? I don't know. I like a lot of old school rap, you know. But if there's one thing I know about music, is that Straight Shooter by Bad Company is without a question one of the best fucking albums ever. So, yeah. I've been listening to it. I'm, I'm getting a little bit baked here. Here, uh, so, so mixing fucking subjects together, but yeah, a little bit of trance music, a little bit of fucking Bad Company, which is totally different end of the spectrum, and the whole self-titled album Bad Company, as well as Straight Shooter, those two are some of the best albums ever recorded, and I don't fucking give a shit what you think. That's that's what I think. Um, if you if you're telling me that Beatles were better, okay, that's a bit of a different kind of thing, though. No. So 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 you don't really compare one with another just like you don't compare Rolling Stones with the Beatles because they're different fucking kinds of music to me like they make different fucking music it's a different like they have a totally different style um, if you can't tell the difference then, then then clearly you don't give a shit so you're just bitching you know with the crowd but if you do then then obviously some people like one some people like another you know and, and there's nothing wrong with that um, but tell me honestly is there anything better than a night with a little bit of weed and some music not too loud you know when everyone's asleep or, or even just you know just weed and tranquility you know when you spark up and uh, all of a sudden it's just you and your thoughts I fucking love weed I fucking love it no, I don't give a fuck if that offends you. Uh, everything's fucking offensive these days, so why don't you give me a fucking break? You want to drink your booze? Do it. I don't give a fuck. If you like hangovers, then all you got to do is drink a little bit too much, and that's it. I bet you're going to feel like a worthless piece of shit in the morning. And uh, you know how I'm going to feel? Even if I smoke a little bit too much, or even way too much. In the morning, I'm going to feel great. I'm going to get out of bed early, take my supplements and work out. And then I'm going to work pretty much all day. And then once I'm done with work for the day, I'm going to light up some weed. And then I'm going to eat right 
or watch a movie or do whatever or maybe I'm gonna smoke weed throughout the day I don't fucking know but for some reason half the planet still thinks it's a fucking eternal sin to smoke weed you know obviously for the most part that is due to the propaganda that goes back about a hundred years you know remember that cunt window uh, window <laughs> William Randolph Hearst um, Google him so you'll see what I'm talking about this whole century-long weed prohibition was n about nothing more than money and so it usually is the case you know that's what things are usually about one greedy cunt trying to get rid of their competition so that they'll you know do whatever create a lie uh, that will put fear in people's minds and then sell that lie repeat that fucking lie over and over and over again spread it around which is just you know in this guy's in this guy's case was easy peasy because that motherfucker had his own newspapers okay that he was printing out of his paper mills you see where i'm getting with this weed is not alcohol weed is not cocaine or any of that crazy fucked up shit that ruins people's lives now i think it's actually good however obviously weed just like everything else can turn out to be quite the opposite of what it's supposed to be if it's abused for example you can smoke a little joint and maybe only take a few hits or I don't know take a bong hit <sighs> and you're good just do whatever you know and you'll see it's really not a big deal I mean it kind of is because it kind of puts everything into new perspective uh, it's like you'll see things from a different angle from which there's no way you could see them before if that makes any sense <laughs> so definitely for a curious mind weed is excellent and uh, but also it can be really destructive for a procrastinating person you know if you're a lazy cunt by nature then weed is likely gonna make you procrastinate even more which is not good but so isn't drinking you know and I know quite a few lazy cunts you know out there who drink way too much and do fucking nothing and if you actually detach and look at them objectively from the outside then you can see that's a problem you know and personally I don't ever put weed and alcohol in the same category because they're two entirely different things and I've been saying this for fucking years just like vodka and donuts are two entirely different things yet apparently they're both supposed to make you feel good okay vodka makes some people feel good donuts make almost everyone feel good at least for a minute uh, but that's literally all they have in common you know vodka and donuts uh, and, and, and it's the same thing in case of weed and alcohol of any kind you know aside from the fact that both are intended to make you feel good that's it and the truth is I could go for hours talking about this but fortunately I don't think I have to because more and more people realize what alcohol is and you know that for the most part it's fucking bad for you yeah I fucking like whiskey but I fucking hate hangovers you know and so that's a good enough reason not to drink and if I actually have a drink then sometimes all it takes is that you know one too many and then anything can happen which is not good at all so you know and, and, and in case of weed if I smoke too much then I'm gonna end up eating too much and then I'm gonna end I don't know I'm gonna fall asleep 
and I'll wake up in the morning and I'll work out harder because, you know, I'm going to try to burn all that crazy amount of food. And uh, if I work out harder, then I'm going to feel much better for the rest of the day. Much better. So really, whichever angle you look at it from, <laughs> I'm going to be all right. And at the same time, I'm not so sure about those who had a little bit too much to drink last night. But hey, hold tight. You know, it's just a hangover. Uh, it will go away eventually. It's only a day or two that you're going to feel like an absolute shit. You know, been there, done that too many times. But you know what? Some people are convinced that they know better. And there's pretty much nothing you can do about that. Unless, obviously, they hear something positive about it on TV, which is never going to happen in mainstream media, unless, obviously, they legalize it all over the fucking planet. But um, there's really no point trying to change someone else's point of view uh, if you see that they don't even want to hear what you have to say about it. You know, if that's their attitude, then let them have it. You know, and after all, it's not your problem that someone else is a narrow-minded cunt. Okay, uh, let me tell you about, you know, one really good movie, uh, for a change maybe, um, that I recently watched, Sabotage, with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. I fucking love Arnold, okay, for everything he's done, from Mr. Olympia to Terminator to The Last Stand, to all the inspiring shit he does now. But yeah, very good movie, you know, the Sabotage. And Arnold is a total motherfucking badass in that movie. <laughs> you know, when I was a kid, True Lies was one of my favorite movies. <laughs> well, that was, that was a long time ago, okay? <laughs> it, it was a good movie, though. Like, at the time it was. It's a, it's a shit movie, but I, it's, uh, I mean, Arnold knows it. Um, it's, it's, it's alright, I mean, who the fuck am I to say anything, I never made a movie, okay, it's a good movie, it's a great movie, I take back what I just said, and, uh, <laughs> so was Total, uh, Total Recall, that was a fucking good movie too, and I'm not talking about the, the remake with Colin Farrell, uh, because let's just say that was not so great, uh, but it was still a good fucking movie, okay, Again, I really don't get why people complain so much about movies these days, okay? Um, check out any movie from like 1940s or 50s. Those were shit movies, okay? And those movies were fucking horrible CGI, like the Underworld. <laughs> or the uh, early Resident Evil uh, movies. Those were fucking awful. And there's no question about that. That's rock bottom of entertainment these days. Okay, I had to pause it for a second because I had a phone call, but I'm back. So, um, so yeah, I was talking about the uh, Underworld and uh, and those fucking horrible CGI movies. Um, yeah, fuck that shit. Um, but, you know, most of those lowly rated movies on Netflix are actually not that bad. Um, so my advice is just give it a try. Uh, just give them a chance. You might get surprised, uh, just like I was with Sabotage, you know, so shout out Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, I don't know how come I'm only finding out now that I haven't watched that movie yet. So check out Sabotage if you haven't already. Uh, it's a fucking badass movie from a few years back. Um, it's really good. 
sabotage with Arnold and Sam Worthington, uh, who also starred in another pretty good movie uh, alongside Arnold, that is Terminator Salvation. Now, I have to admit, I still haven't got around to watch the uh, uh, Terminator Dark Fate, uh, which is on my list, waiting for the right day, uh, or maybe for the right deal on Apple TV. Uh, don't tell anyone. Um, anyways, I love Terminator. Uh, my absolute favorite was, of course, Terminator 2, Judgment Day. Uh, but all of those old Terminator movies were amazing. And uh, there was nothing like it before. Um, and in terms of quality, Terminator 2 is still one of the best movies ever made. To this day, those old Terminator movies, you know, they have so much influence. And uh, another thing, you know, for me as a kid, Terminator 2 was based in L.A., so pretty much... Uh, this movie and Heat uh, were the two movies that made me fall in love with, you know, L.A., Los Angeles. Um, and since then, I was always all about that place, you know, that was always where I, where I wanted to go eventually. Uh, but obviously, now things are kind of different over there, apparently. You know, they say, who's there, bro? Uh, never mind. Uh, but they say that L.A. ain't what it used to be back then, you know. Now it's a fucking city of tents, and that doesn't sound good. You know, obviously the weather in L.A. is almost always beautiful, uh, so there's a lot of bums living on the streets, and there's a lot of people who live in a tent and smoke crack, and that's probably not the kind of residence you'd want to share your fancy neighborhood with, you know. But in L.A., with their governor and, uh, and, and the whole bunch of those fucking gangsters in politics, uh, you know, it's not going to be easy to get those tent people off the streets, you know, out of the picture. So, as much as I fell in love with what, you know, with that view of L.A. at night, which I saw in so many movies, uh, I think that the legend of L.A. is turning into something from which it's going to be really difficult to return, you know. Sure, for a long time, most of the fucking entertainment industry has been leaning very strong to the left. Uh, but with the whole lockdown and uh, pandemic, all that fucking crazy media manipulation shit, uh, things only got worse. Uh, well, I hope it's going to be alright for LA, but they learned a lesson uh, with that piece of shit Gavin Newsom in charge. Uh, and they hopefully aren't going to make the same mistake again. And hopefully they will figure out eventually what to do with all those homeless people to get them to move those fucking tents of their $5 million driveway, you know. Um, and don't get me wrong, I think homelessness is a horrible thing. It should not exist and it doesn't have to, but some people are idiots and some people are just fucking stupid and there's no remedy for that, you know. There is no magic pill. If you're a dumb fuck, the best new tropics on this planet are not going to help you. If you're stupid, then you're fucking stupid, okay? Not much can be done about that. Uh, but let's say you're not the sharpest tool in the box, but, uh, I don't know, you're willing to learn, okay? You understand, or maybe, should I say, you're aware of the consequences of taking the easy road. So you try to do the right thing. And as much as you try to do the right thing, uh, as much as you try... Uh, you know, you grind every fucking day, no excuses, no bullshit. At the same time, there are many people out there who do absolutely nothing all day long. They just exist, okay? They don't have too much of a thorough understanding of how all this capitalism shit works. 
I'm not talking about indigenous people who live in a jungle. No, I'm talking about those fucking idiots who don't know any better, you know. And those people usually have a habit of making really bad choices, which is why so many of them live in those fucking tents, you know. What a sad, miserable existence to wake up every morning with only a, one objective in mind. Smoke as much crack as possible, you know. It's not even funny, it's just fucked up, you know, it's, it's fucked up. And, 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 and you know what it is for the most part? It's the absolute lack of discipline. Living in a fucking tent in some underpass, being addicted to crack, is about as low as a man can get, you know. And it's a direct consequence of a very serious breach of fundamental values such as discipline and ambition, you know. You, you, you fuck around with those things, it's not gonna end well. Those poor fucks, you know, those, those who ask for change outside of a grocery store, those, you know, those cocksuckers who rob people at a knife point, all those addicted pieces of shit are the people who always took the easy road. You know, every fucking time they could, they did. And the fact they're, you know, now sleeping in a tent is a result of taking the easy road all the fucking time. And uh, just like every, you know... Okay, let's just put it this way. Like, like some of my favorite people say, you know, there is no easy way, okay? The shortcut won't get you where you would like to get. So, you know, another... Okay, I could think of one quote by Uncle G... Uh, A.K.A. Cash flow is king. <laughs> A.K.A. Grant Cardone. Um, leaving your comfort zone is hard. Staying broke is hard. Pick your heart. And I fucking repeat that in my head like a mantra, you know, every day. And I have a few of these mantras that are with me every fucking day. Okay, leaving your comfort zone is hard. Staying broke is hard. Pick your heart. Pick your fucking heart, bitch. Okay, or easy choices, hard life. Hard choices, easy life. By uh, <laughs> Jerzy Gregoric, which people pronounce Jersey, which is obviously wrong, but hey, who am I to say anything, okay? Um, or David Goggins said, don't, you know, he, he said, <clears throat> let's start again. David Goggins said, I don't stop when I'm tired. He said, I stop when I'm done. Think about that for a second. I don't stop when I'm tired. I stop when I'm done. That is some powerful shit right there. That kind of mindset is without a doubt the most effective. And, as you probably figured by now, <laughs> I'm all about effective mindset, okay? So, big time shout out to every one of you savages who helped me strengthen and uh, reinforce my mental toughness and determination on a daily basis. So, again, shout out Jacko and David Goggins and uh, Jerzy, a.k.a. Jersey, uh, Gregoric, and uh, shout out Uncle G. I know you got many haters out there. Uh, Grant, I get it. Uh, it's a fucking doggy dog uh, world out there, you know. Uh, but depending on from which angle you look at it, I, from the angle that I'm looking at you, uh, you're doing your thing and I think you're doing the right thing. You're not forcing anyone to pay you, okay? And you understand how the system works. So thanks for being out there, Grant. And I wish you another jet. And I mean it. Oh, and one more thing. I've been going through uh, my notes and I found this note from three months ago when I wrote about my new phone saying uh, phone restarts randomly um, 
Hold on a minute. So phone restarts randomly, apps turn off suddenly, voice memos, app takes up 14 gigabytes despite only 265 megabytes of voice files. Battery at 97%, three months old. Okay, none of those things sound good, okay? Our phone restarts randomly, apps turn off suddenly, fucking voice memos takes up 14 gigabytes. Those are all not good. Okay, fortunately, in terms of apps switching off, it looks like Apple figured out those with uh, software updates. So now it's time for a six month update. So here we go. Uh, the battery is now at 91%, which in reality means it lasts about 70, 75% of what it used to last. In other words, it lasts pretty much half a day now, which is pretty fucking bad. Uh, especially now that Apple stores all over the country are closed. So I'm not going to send my only phone via post to uh, get a battery replaced because how am I going to communicate with the world then, okay? So in other words, I have to buy a new phone again, probably. But for now, I'm stuck with this, so whatever. And then I'll send this one over to get the battery replaced and then I'm going to end up with two phones. So I'll probably sell one of them and I'll end up losing money again because these things depreciate very quickly okay and that's the pro you know that's the fucking problem with almost everything now like tvs and computers and mobile phones and ipads and everything just becomes obsolete after a few years okay just like bill bear said it all ends up at the bottom of the ocean eventually which is fucking retarded okay of all things that depreciate cars obviously are absolutely worst um just imagine for a second buying a brand new car okay maybe you've you've gone through this okay like a brand new uh, mercedes or a bmw or an audi actually the, the kind of car that people really fancy and we're talking about giant depreciation like we're talking about fucking unbelievable depreciation okay so you're much better off buying a uh, two or three year old car for half of what it costs new because uh, in most cases, these prices really go down hard. Uh, and that's probably why so many people lease cars these days, okay? It makes literally no sense to buy a car and lose tens of thousands of pounds within a few years. It's just fucking stupid. Unless you, you make a lot of money, okay? And intend to keep that car for a long time, because it's a car you really want. Sure. If, if you really want that car, then, then sure. Uh, but even then, I'd say a two-year-old car in mint condition it's probably a better purchase um, and, and you can get plenty of like two or three year old cars with literally few thousand miles on them that's nothing okay but okay let's say you don't give a fuck okay so buy it but keep it don't get rid of it in two or three years later because a uh, facelift model came out and uh, you have to have it because what will your fucking neighbors say right and people at work um, just saying people could be driving all their fucking cars a lot longer on average than they do you know consumerism consumerism makes people do very stupid shit uh, when you really think about it because pretty much something like 75% of the population if not more probably more than 75% lives in debt I'm talking about mortgages car loans phone contracts credit cards student loans you pick whichever applies to you because few of these apply to an average person and consumerism drives that through the fucking roof 
really. Because, for example, when I look at my phone, I don't see anything here that in five or ten years couldn't function just as well as it does right now. Do you see what I'm saying? The only reason these things become obsolete is because companies that make them need to keep making money, okay? Obviously. And I'm not saying that I'd like an iPhone 3GS now because what I'm saying, that's a fucking relic, okay? What I'm saying, the phone that I have right now is fucking awesome, okay? It does everything it needs to. It makes phone calls, it sends texts and emails, it has internet and a fucking uh, really good camera, okay? And I wouldn't mind Apple saying all of a sudden, hey, you know what? We're going to pause new iPhone releases until 2030 and... Uh, so all you get for the next nine years is the currently available range of, I don't know, five iPhones, okay? We will be updating the software regularly uh, so that these devices work as new until 2030 and obviously you can get your battery replaced, whatever. In other words, you can get a brand new iPhone anytime you want, but for the next decade, the only available models will be those available now. Honestly, do you think that the components inside these phones wouldn't be able to handle that if they said something like that, if they decided to actually do that. Because I'm pretty sure it's just a matter of actually wanting to make that happen. But obviously, just like in case of big pharma, big tech companies are focused on aggressive profit from releasing more and more and more cutting edge shit. And then you get, and you need to keep buying, you need to keep buying, you know. And then you get the infrastructure people who are constantly working on implementing new, faster, more technologically advanced infrastructure, okay? So all of it is just a big fucking machine, right? And there's one more thing, one more important factor, okay? Yes, Apple could, in fact, do this. These fucking phones are really good. They could easily last for the next nine years, let's say, if they only continue to fucking update the software and all that just just you know release new ios whatever the fuck they gotta do in nine years if you really take care of this well this could be working just as fucking well but this one more thing could apple take it easy with releasing new products every year yes but only if samsung huawei and all the rest did the same Okay, because otherwise the competition will chew you up and spit you out. Again, dog eat dog. And uh, so let me rephrase what I actually meant. It's all good, but maybe we need to slow down just a little tiny bit, you know. And definitely we need to rethink the whole recycling thing. Because so far we're not doing very well. And by the way, you know, speaking of recycling, what happened to my plan of shooting garbage out to space? I'm sure some scientist is listening to it, to 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 this fucking podcast. Um, actually, never mind. We'll we'll get back to it later. Um, it's not like it's anything that could be dealt with right now, anyway. So. <laughs>